Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Welcome to the Natural Homeschool Show, and I am Tanya Wright, your host. I am from thenaturalhomeschool.com, and I am the creator of the Montessori Way Foundations Framework. I want to invite you to two Facebook groups that I have, and that is because they are completely free, but they are going to help you grow on your journey because if you are homeschooling, you want the support no matter what method that you are doing. And if so, you want to join the Natural Homeschool community on Facebook. So all you do is go to Facebook and type up in the search window, the Natural Homeschool community, and the group will pop up. All you have to do is request to join. And then if you are doing Montessori only, then you want to join the Montessori Way prep room. That is the group that is for Montessori only. And that is where I share everything Montessori from ideas, lessons, printables, different activities that we're doing. And uh, I love to be there for your support. Okay, so join those two groups if you are interested, if you're homeschooling, if you're doing Montessori. Now, the homeschool group is no matter what method of homeschooling you're doing, all homeschoolers welcome, okay? And then the other thing I want to invite you to is to my weekly emails. And the reason is because we have, let me share the link in the comments as well. We have a limited amount of time where we do these trainings, right? So I want to go deeper into the topics, but I just don't have the time during the live shows. And so I look at what I was able to cover, what I was not able to cover, and I send an additional email with more information on the topic that we discussed in the live show. So you go a step further on your Montessori journey successfully, right? That's what I'm here for. I want to help you be a winner. So make sure that you sign up. It's the naturalhomeschool.com slash weekly emails, one word. You make it all one word, weekly emails, and you will be able to sign up for those weekly emails that will be invaluable to you. And I, I really think that you're going to appreciate, okay? So now that I have the, all the announcements out of the way, let me show you the three positives, three positive outcomes for children in the Montessori environment. Oh, what a great topic. I am so excited about today's topic. And you will find out why. Just stay with me until the end. Okay. So are you doing Montessori at home or are you wondering if you should? Are you a little bit stuck doing Montessori, but you've kind of lost track? You need a little bit of guidance. You kind of lost that spark or that motivation. Well, I am here with good news for you. I am here to show you only three out of the many positives that you get that you will be able to observe in children that are doing Montessori. So you are going to love this training because we focus on the positives. I have done a show before on the negatives 
of Montessori and how to deal with those. But today is all positive, guys. It is what brings me joy, what makes me smile while I talk about the Montessori method all the time, okay? There are both pros and cons to this philosophy, but there are definitely more pros than cons, 100% hands down, okay? If you desire to become a centered, organized Montessori guide, and you wish to nurture happy, normalized children, and you want to create smooth, successful Montessori days, then you are in the right place. I am so glad that you are here. Let me know in comments what you know about this topic. I want you to interact with me. Let me know what you have applied, what you have observed, what has worked, what hasn't worked. Just give me some feedback as we uh, discuss this topic in this training, as well as share any questions that you might have. I will take some time during the end of the training to answer some questions that you might have. Come and learn about three positive outcomes for children in the Montessori environment that will either encourage you to try Montessori or to know that you are on the right track if you are already doing Montessori and you are like, oh man, this is discouraging, this is overwhelming, this makes me nervous. Well, after this training, you're going to have a smile on your face and say, yes, I am on the right track. I am in the right place and I am excited about Montessori again. So let's start with our first slide. Number one, remember to take notes, okay? Children thrive on independence and decisiveness. Children are always wanting to fight for independence, right? Especially starting around age two. You will observe that behavior very openly around age two, but it just continues. Children just want independence. They want to make decisions on their own. And in all honesty, there is a sense of pride in freedom of choice, right? If you have observed children for any given moment, amount of time for any given amount of time you will know that children learn best with hands-on materials montessori works help build self-discipline through many ways so as children are choosing those hands-on materials on their own they are taking ownership and control over their education now here is a quick story and let me know in comments what you think about this story. There was a teenage boy who got to age, he was old enough to get a car. Now, he got a car from his parents just like that. From one day to the next, he got a car. And he took the car for granted. He felt entitled that he deserved it for some reason, that he, you know, it was the right time and the right place and that it was his car. And do you think that he took good care of it? Well, because it was given to him and it was just, it was a privilege, obviously, but he did not see the value of taking care of the car. The insurance was taken care of. Every week, somebody would come and clean it for him. Everything was done for him. Every, they thought of everything for him. No, all he did was get in and drive, bring it back home, and it would be taken care of. He never took ownership of the car other than the driving part. So what ended up happening was that there was a terrible accident. His parents passed away. 
But this time he was old enough. He was 18. He was old enough to live on his own. So when his parents passed away, all of that ended. All of that self-service, all of that pre-planning and thinking for him was gone. And now he had to grow up really fast. Do you think that he had the tools, he had the uh, ability to take ownership of that car and know exactly how to take care of it, when to take it in for oil changes, when to get the engine inspected, when to pay the insurance for the car, when to get it clean. No, he did not have those tools in his arsenal. He did not learn those things. So all of the independence of owning a car was not really there because there was that lack, that ownership was lacking. He did not take ownership and pride of caring for what was going on with that car. So he quickly learned, he quickly grew up, he took care of things. How do you think that his way of thinking and seeing that car changed from when everything was done for him then when he took ownership and responsibility for that car? That car for a time was a wreck, but after he picked everything up, and obviously there were other things going on, such as grief that he had to go through and so many other changes, not just the car. But once he settled down and he really set his mind to things, that car was spotless. That car was well taken care of. He valued that car. He finally saw it for how important it really was because it took him from one place to another. It was transportation for him. And at one point he was selling wood and he had to take all of that wood that he was chopping to the different homes around fall and winter as it was getting colder. So it was also part of his business. It was in his best interest to take care of that car. And so we learned that lesson through watching that, you know, what happened to him and hearing about that story. Now let's bring it into this Montessori point. Children thrive on independence and decisiveness. They want responsibility and we're there to support them. So structure and order are additional byproducts of independence and decisiveness, just like self-discipline is. We are doing children a disservice when we do things for them, when we decide for them, when we um, don't want to watch them struggle through something, we're taking away their independence. And so we need to keep that in mind. It is something that is very serious that us as parents, as adults, we just want to make things easier. We want to facilitate things, but we're actually stealing from children. That independence and that decisiveness, those are so important, just important character traits for them to have. Like I said, in this story, it was an extreme unexpected situation, but it was a very important lesson to learn nonetheless. So let me give you a quote by Maria Montessori. It says, children develop their brains as well as their bodies through movement. And in the process of concentration, self-discipline and perseverance with an active interest, the foundations of character are laid. Isn't that 100% true? I am absolutely floored that I was writing this and then I was looking up for a quote by Maria Montessori and this fit perfectly into this one point. I'm going to read it again a little bit faster and really let it sink in, okay? Children develop their brains as well as their bodies through movement and in the process of concentration, self-discipline and perseverance with an active interest, 
the foundations of character are laid. What do you think about that? Impressive, huh? Sorry if you hear my chickens barking a little too loud. They're right outside the window here behind me, uh, right here in front of me, rather, behind you, <laughs> behind the camera. And they are being a little bit loud. They are definitely awake now. Okay, so let's go to point number two. Here's another positive outcome for children in the Montessori environment. Number two, children thrive on problem-solving skills or control of error, okay? Please, whatever you do, and this goes right along with point number one, resist the temptation to solve problems for children. I know that many times it can be easier to just do something for them, but let me tell you the truth. You're actually doing them a disservice by not letting them problem solve or troubleshoot things they encounter. It can be in the Montessori environment regarding Montessori works, or it can have to do um, with life in general. This, is, this will be a great opportunity for you to also improve your self-discipline as you help them improve their problem-solving skills. So this requires patience on both sides, right? Children need patience in and perseverance as they are troubleshooting and they are stuck on something and you let them just struggle, struggle, struggle a little bit so they can thrive on that independence and make decisions and really focus on what is going on while you are practicing your patience in just being there for support without taking over. So resist the urge to take over, let them learn. And, and you know, in a home environment or school classroom, you must strive to keep balance and not let things get out of hand. If you know that a child has trouble with letting his frustration get out of control, then you want to be near for support as a child tries to figure things out. And I know it can be hard to watch children struggle with things or struggle through things, but imagine how proud they will be of themselves as they solved it on their own. I am absolutely 100% on board with this one because I have seen it over and over. Whether you are a parent or a teacher, if you let children problem solve, you see that spark, that smile in their faces after they have solved the problem. They are so proud of themselves. Don't take that from them. Let them solve problems and they will be well on their way to independence. Here's another quote by Maria Montessori. Never help a child with a task at which he feels he can succeed. I know that this is one of the most popular Maria Montessori uh, quotes that we have seen out there, but it never gets old. It is so true. Never help a child with a task at which he feels he can succeed. And sometimes if they are being a little negative about it and they think they can't succeed, but you know they can, then encourage them. Just be there for support and encourage them to continue trying, all right? So before we go into point number three, I want to show you something for a few seconds that you are going to absolutely love, so stay tuned.
want to invite you to the showinar that is called Three Keys to Stepping into Montessori the Right Way. Here is the workbook. I have printed it out. You're going to get this for free. The showinar is for free. It takes place at the same time as my weekly show, but it will be 90 minutes long. Instead of 30 minutes long, it will be 90, okay? So you want to sign up. Let me give you the link. And you're going to learn so much, whether you are new to Montessori, whether you are not even doing Montessori, but you're wondering if you should, or if you need a refresher, some motivation after doing Montessori and you're kind of hitting a rut and you kind of need something to step you out of that rut. Well, here's how to step into Montessori the right way. Three keys. So we're, we're focusing 90 minutes to those important points that you don't want to miss. It's completely free and you get the free workbook when you sign up. So make sure that you sign up, make sure that you are going to download. You're going to download, let me shorten the link, download the workbook. There, the naturalhomeschool.com slash three dash keys dash stepping dash into dash Montessori dash showinar. I know that it's kind of long, but that is the sign up link and I put it in comments as well. So you will be on your way to doing Montessori more successfully. I really want you to be a winner when it comes to doing Montessori the right way, okay? Number three, children thrive on patience. This includes, see how all three points are really interwoven with each other, the independence and decisiveness, and then you have point number two where they have the problem-solving skills, and number three, they really thrive on patience. You see a big difference in children that do Montessori that have these skills and children that don't. This includes taking turns and working well with others. See, Montessori materials in the Montessori classroom are set up in such a way that there is freedom of movement. And in freedom of movement, that means that you will see children roaming around, setting up their works at tables or on the floor, and also picking the works they want to work on off the shelves. The Montessori approach is clear about the process. It must be orderly, even though there's freedom of movement and there is this hustle and bustle type uh, of feeling as opposed to a traditional classroom sitting at desks and sitting the entire time, it must be orderly. And in that, children cannot take a work that someone else is using at that time. Obviously, the more children you have in the environment, the more works you need to set out to give them freedom of choice, but they still need to learn patience. They must learn to wait their turn. They must accept delayed gratification. So important in our society today, right? And they must also understand that once they have a work, they use it to its fullest before um, finishing. So there's no uh, need to be feeling rushed or to do the work halfway just because someone is waiting on it. 
when you have the work, it's yours until you are completely done with the activity. So there's no rushing. There's no child sitting there on the sidelines, rushing the child. Come on, I want this work. I want this work. No, no, no. There is so much respect and patience that is learned in the Montessori environment. Guys, you are really going to see those character traits trickle down into playtime, into everyday life activities. Most of the time, the child waiting will just go work on another activity while they wait. So the, the way that I handled it in my Montessori environment when I was teaching in uh, Montessori school, I would just say, if you want a work and you see that it's not on the shelf, then go around the room and see where it is or someone has it. And if you want it, you let them know if they look at you, you stand there and they look at you. So you're not interrupting their work. There is a whole process, right? I'm not gonna go into the entire, through the entire process, but in short, I would just tell the child to let them know that you want to use that work. So that way, when they are done, they can put it back on the shelf and call the child and let them know that it is available for them. And that way the child can just go off and do something else and still take advantage of their learning time, learning something else. But at the same time, the child that has the work is not feeling that pressure of someone watching them and waiting on them and feeling, oh, I, you know, it, it just changes the dynamic when somebody's observing you and you, you feel like, oh, am I doing it right? Am I, you know, it, it just kind of takes away that sense of curiosity if they wanted to explore the work, they wanted to try different things with it. It just kind of takes that away. So I wanted to make sure that I, I protected that and that, that uh, really worked for us. Here's another awesome quote by Maria Montessori that fits this point very well. The great benefit we can bestow on childhood is the exercise of restraint in ourselves. So if we are restraining ourselves and doing things for children and taking over and thinking for them and deciding for them, children will also learn that those same skills because they are like sponges. They learn through observation more than through words. And that's why when we do lesson presentations in Montessori, we demonstrate, we do the activity, we do the work with our hands and using the least amount of words possible because children absorb that way. Those little sponges are watching and learning more than you think. So in conclusion, Children and families are capable of thriving with Montessori education. I know that for a fact. There are many, positive, many more positives than negatives in the Montessori method. I really hope that this training encouraged you and got you motivated and excited to either try it or to keep going in doing Montessori. So when I talk to my clients inside the Montessori Way Foundations Framework, which is a six-month program where we go through in depth with the Montessori foundations of the philosophy, I make sure that I talk to them about these skills and talk to them about the positives, not just the negatives. When I tell them that in their planner, they need to write their reflections, they need to write both positive and negative, not just negative. It is important to remember the good. And today, my goal is to show you just how important it is to do Montessori 
because there are so many positives to that philosophy. I see that Leticia, you're saying thank you. You are so welcome. I hope that this training has helped you because I want you to see Montessori not as something that is out of reach, something that is hard, something that is overwhelming. I want you to remember to center yourself, to remember what your goal is, to keep that in mind. And that is the positives in Montessori, right? You're not going to choose a method of education because of the negatives. You're going to choose it because of the positives. So today I wanted to highlight the good, remind you of why you love Montessori so much. And if you are new to it, you haven't tried it yet, then you will get a really good vision of some of the great skills and character traits that children learn through this method. I am so glad that this was a good reminder for you, Danielle. So let's get started today on a more positive note, right? Let's get started on the right path and don't forget to join the show in our three keys to stepping into Montessori the right way and get your workbook. All right, here is a reminder for you. There's the reminder to sign up. You get the workbook to download and to print. You have it ready when you go through the show in our and you will be on your way to going even deeper into your success in your Montessori journey. All right. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here. What a privilege. And I appreciate you being here. Let me know in comments if you have any questions. I will come back and respond to them. And I hope that this was helpful. Have a great week. Bye. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to. And I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with the naturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.